Hello, and thank you for joining us today. I'm Laura Evans, and you are listening to Hope for the Hurting. Our mission is simple. We want to provide hope and help to those who are hurting, lost, lonely, and in despair. My background is in broadcasting and radio, and I'm joined by my dad, Dr. Irv Wolf, who, in addition to being a pastor for over 30 years, has a background in marriage and family therapy. And Dr. Irv has authored two books. He's the director of Hope While Counseling in Minnesota, where he and my mom counsel individuals and couples. And today is our second part in a series we're doing called Encouraging Words. And today's focus is joy. Last week, we focused on hope. So if you missed that episode, please go back and listen to that. You can find that on all kinds of platforms, anchor.fm, Google, and Spotify, and Apple Podcast. So please go back and listen to that. We're going to do an entire series. And the whole focus is just to bring encouragement to you, just to lift your spirits, just to recenter you back on um, the truth of God's word, which is where we find hope, which is where we find joy. And, um, you know, in light of what's going on in the world, that's where we need to focus our attention. So I'm just going to open us in prayer and then we will get right into it. Heavenly Father, I just come to you now just grateful for an opportunity to speak to our listeners and to provide hope, to provide encouragement in a world that is so backwards and dark. And God, we have to keep our eyes on you in order to have peace, in order to have joy, in order to have hope. So I pray today that during this podcast, you give my dad just the wisdom and the words to know what to say, that our, our listeners would be encouraged, that they would be uplifted, that it would be just what they needed to hear today that you would use his words and our, our discussion together to lift the spirits of our listeners and to um, help them spread joy to others um, as you provide joy to us through the power of the Holy Spirit. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, as you and I are looking at various words that encourage us, especially in these dark and desperate times, you may find uh, dear listener, this particular podcast to be among your favorites. Mm. It describes the encouraging word joy. Uh, when you were little, Laura, and when your brothers were little, we used to spell joy, J-O-Y. And what did that stand for? Jesus and others and you. What a wonderful way <laughs> to spell joy. Jesus and others <laughs> and you in the life of each girl and each boy. Yeah, uh -huh. I knew you'd know it. <laughs> I knew you'd know it. This is um, it in Sunday school, right? I know, I know. Well, J-O-Y, Jesus, others, you. It's, it's a way to help you realize the importance of being other-centered. It's not, you know, you're not all that in a bag of chips. You're not, it's not just about you. Mm -hmm. It's about others. And it's a little word. A joy is a little word, but it brings huge fruit in the life of a believer. Right. It empowers the weary saint mm -hmm. to turn their eyes to see how big their God is, mm -hmm. how great their Savior Jesus is, mm -hmm. how empowered they are by the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. and how glorious their destiny is in heaven. Mm -hmm. And with that in mind, let's take a look at joy. Okay. What is the difference between what it is and what is the difference between joy and happiness Yep. and why we need joy, especially today? And how do we get joy even in the midst of sorrow? Right. That's, that's a good point because when it seems like you're in such despair with, you know, the economy, the way that it is, or maybe you've got loved ones that are sick or dying, how do you find joy in that situation? Yeah. yeah. Well, let's start out with a definition because that's always helpful. I, I like to start out all of these episodes with just clear definitions. So we know what we're talking about and we're not confused. Mm -hmm. Well, biblical joy 
is choosing to respond to external circumstances with inner contentment mm. and satisfaction because we know God will use these experiences to accomplish his will in and through our lives. Mm. And joy is a choice. We choose joy, but it is something that the Lord gives and he alone is the originator of true joy. Mm -hmm. You don't have to produce it or drum it up on your own. It comes from him. So joy is the second in the list of fruit of the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. right behind love. Mm -hmm. That's what Galatians 5.22 says. Yep. Well, what does it mean that joy is a fruit of the Spirit? It means that when the Holy Spirit is in control of your life, he floods your soul with his joy in all circumstances, mm -hmm. the good and the bad. Uh, no, Christians are not Pollyannas, you know, who everything is perfect, everything is right, right. everything is good. We're not deniers of reality when we're going through bad times. Christians, rather, are realists, mm -hmm. and we truly believe God works all things together, both the good and the bad, mm -hmm. for good to those who love him, and to those who are called according to his purpose. Mm -hmm. That's what Romans 8.28 says, and we believe it. Right. And even if you can't see it in the moment, sometimes you can get away from it a few years and go, ah, I see what was happening. I see yeah. why he brought me through that. Yeah. And, and a lot of times you're right. You're too close to the, the tree. Mm -hmm. you're, hugging the, you're hugging the tree, and all you're seeing is the bark and the bugs, mm -hmm. and you don't have any perspective of where that tree is in the forest. And so you need you need some distance and you need some perspective mm -hmm. to be able to really appreciate what God has done. Right. Uh, I, I think back to the hard times in my life. How did I wind up in Minnesota? Mm. I went through a really hard time mm -hmm. in a church in California, mm -hmm. but I never would have come to Minnesota from California if it hadn't been Mm -hmm. for hard times and what i perceived at the time is great injustice that was mm -hmm. done to me right um but the reality is god used it mm -hmm. to get us here to minnesota to get us into some extraordinary ministries mm -hmm. um everything from neil anderson and freedom in christ ministries to the purity ministry every man's battle for purity Right. to numerous ministries mm -hmm. that God used in the lives of thousands of people. Wow, absolutely. So, so, you know, you just have to say, okay, I don't see the end. All I see is the little piece that I'm in right now. Right. And it seems bad to me. Really bad. Yeah. Anyway. And I, I think I've heard too that sometimes God brings you through one thing because he's actually protecting you from something even worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a really great. So point. it may seem awful, but you have no idea how bad it could have been had he allowed you to go a different path or to, yeah. you know, not go through what you're going through right now. Yeah. So he really does use all things mm -hmm. for good. Well, the Greek word for joy that's used throughout the New Testament is kara. And kara, we get charismatic, we get charis, but kara is the root word and it means joy gladness, cheerfulness, or calm delight. Mm. I like that last one, calm delight. Mm -hmm. um, joy is, the, is most often accompanied by praise. Mm -hmm. When we worship by singing praises to Almighty God in church, mm -hmm. 
we are often moved emotionally. That's true. That's true. Praising God through music makes us feel joy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We may even shed tears as we're stirred by his spirit. Mm -hmm. Those are tears of joy, not sorrow. Mm -hmm. And, and that happens. I find that a lot of times in church, I start getting choked up over some of the words in the songs. Yeah. I'm not just singing the song. I'm actually feeling. Right. I'm feeling it. And more often than not, it's not tears of sorrow or sadness mm -hmm. or anything like that. It's tears of joy. I am so joyful and delighted that I'm mm -hmm. saved. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think of where I was. I think of the road I was heading down. And by his mercy and through his grace, mm -hmm. God saved me. God mm -hmm. saved you mm -hmm. from who knows how many issues that would have come upon you. Right, right. He shields you. He shields you. Even though it feels miserable and feels awful in the moment, he's shielding you from something far worse a lot of the yeah. time. Yeah, boy, that's great. Well, what's the difference between joy and happiness? <laughs> so excuse my roller coaster analogy here for a little bit. Uh, you and I and mom used to go to Valley Fair. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a big amusement park in uh, Minnesota, in Shakopee. Yep. And when you go to Valley Fair, they have a lot of roller coasters. They have the high roller, they have white lightning, they and they have the, the green, they have the green monster, the viper. Mm -hmm. They have all of these roller coasters. Well, I remember going on the green monster, which is a very high, very tall roller coaster with your mom. This is years and years ago. And getting on that roller coaster, first of all, I was scared. I got to the top, goes up very slow. You remember how roller coasters go? They go up very slow. When you hit the peak, boy, they come down hard. Oh, you know it's coming, baby. And you're scared and your people are screaming. Mm -hmm. Other people are raising their hands in the air. It's, it's quite an amazing experience. I can't even imagine um, mom on a roller coaster now. Yeah, well, not anymore. She actually neither, did that, huh? Yep, neither one of us anymore. Mm. Anyway, when you ride the roller coaster in the amusement park and you come off, you're excited, you're thrilled at the ride, you're happy. The trouble is the happiness is very short-lived and you have to get back on the roller coaster to get it back. Mm. That roller coaster experiences how many people live today. They're happy when good things happen, but they're down and depressed when they don't. It's the, the happiness roller coaster. So how do you get off the happiness roller coaster? Well, let God fill you with joy. Right. Let his joy fill you so that you live on an even keel. There's nothing wrong with being happy. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with happiness. The trouble is it can't be mistaken for joy. Right. It's not the same thing. And it's very temporary, very short-lived. Anyway, joy is the constant abiding presence of the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. causing all things to work together for good in your life. Mm -hmm. Happiness is fleeting. Joy is constant. Right. Happiness is momentary excitement over something good that happened. Joy is sustained delight in the Lord, regardless of circumstance, because he always has your good in mind. Yeah. Yeah. So a question though. Yeah. Joy comes from the Holy Spirit. It's, um, it's, so, so is joy something that a non-believer can have? 
Um, I, I don't think so. I think the best a non-believer can have is happiness. Uh, I, think, I think they can approximate joy, but it's not the same as the joy produced by the Holy Spirit. Mm. Okay, another question, because I deal with this from time to time, is um, anxiety, depression. Sometimes those emotions are so overwhelming that it's hard to feel that joy, even if you're a believer. So what do you say in those situations? Uh, I think, again, those are emotions that are taking over. And I think sometimes with joy, um, we're going to get to it, but, but you really have to, to, to pray and ask the Lord to give it to you. Mm-hmm. Lord, I'm not feeling joyful right now. In fact, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling in despair and depressed. Mm-hmm. Lord, I just need your joy. Mm-hmm. Would you flood my soul with, with your joy? Right. I and just this, need it. And this is not to minimize people that are struggling with like serious depression and anxiety. I mean, those are things that need to be dealt with and, and to not beat yourself up if you're not feeling joyful all the time. Like that is right. something you've got to get to the underlying root of those issues. And it's not like, oh, you're a bad Christian because you're depressed and you don't feel joy. It's let's get to the reason, the root reason for why you're dealing with your depression and anxiety. And sometimes, you know, uh, intervention is necessary, be it medication or um, therapy, because you need to get to those issues before you can truly feel that joy. So I don't want to beat anybody up if they're like, well, I just, I just struggle with depression. So does that mean I'm a bad Christian? No, it means that you're in a position right now where you need to be helped and you need to be fed and you need to be taken care of. And when you get your needs met and you are feeling um, you're in a better place because you're, you're dealing with those underlying issues. I think then that the Holy spirit can continue to work in your life to bring joy. And, and the reality is, are we all walking around giddy and, (laughs) you know, pie in the sky? We're not Pollyannas, right? Bad stuff happens to us and we're not going to be happy. Right. We're going to be sad. We're going to be sorrowful. God has wired us with emotions. But choosing joy, uh, choosing to allow the Holy Spirit to give us his joy, Mm -hmm. um, that that is the prerogative, I believe, of the Christian. And I would say for myself during the most difficult times in my life, the times that I was, you know, depressed or when I went through a very rocky divorce just looking back and, you know, in the, in the moment, it's awful. You feel like you're going to die. It's the worst thing in the world. It's the sky is falling. It's terrible. But when you get to the other side and you're able to look back, I can see how God was walking with me and sheltering me and protecting me from so many things that I didn't even realize until I got to the other side of it, that it could have been so much worse for me, for my boys and to see his faithfulness and to see his goodness, that will fill you with joy as you look back and go, oh God, you are so good. You are so faithful. Forgive me for not seeing it in the moment and for you know, basically being, you know, throwing a temper tantrum because I had to go through it. Yeah, you know, what you're talking about, I mean, that's really good. What you're talking about though is kind of almost like uh, retrospect. You know, mm-hmm. you're looking back And that fills you with joy to look back and see what God has done. Absolutely. And then that becomes your testimony. 
So now, like when I talk to other people who are going through what I went through, you know, be it, you know, depression, anxiety, divorce, or, or all of the above, I can look back and say, you will get through this. I know you will. I know what it feels like. Cause I was there. I don't know exactly how you're feeling, but I had similar emotions when I was going through it. And I know how God brought me through it and he's going to bring you through it too. So then you have a testimony and you can speak from experience how God has been so faithful and good to you and share that encouragement with other people. Boy, that's really good. Well, why do we need joy? Uh, why do we need joy? Well, <laughs> almost a moot question in these difficult days. Uh, it's important uh, for us to understand that only God himself can give us the ability to respond to life's difficult circumstances with inner contentment and mm -hmm. satisfaction. Mm -hmm. We aren't happy when we go through difficulties, but we have his peace, his contentment, and we know God is in control. Christians believe God is sovereign. He's the king. He's the mm -hmm. ruler. Mm -hmm. And he's sovereign over the affairs of men yes. and women yes. and teenagers and children. Mm -hmm. Nothing happens to his children who are born again mm -hmm. in his family that is not for their benefit. Even the bad stuff, mm -hmm. God turns around and uses it for good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, here you got Jonah swallowed by a whale. That's pretty bad. Mm -hmm. But then he gets puked out. So it's not all bad. <laughs> Puked out alive. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he got out alive. We have to talk about that. <laughs> and and he, he caused one of the major cities in the ancient world, Nineveh, to repent and turn back to God. Mm -hmm. So how great is that? Yep. So God really does cause all things to work together. Well, here's a big question. How do you get joy? That's exactly what I was going to ask you, Dad. How do we get joy? <laughs> Well, if you're feeling like you're carrying a really heavy load and you don't have his joy in your life, first of all, pray and ask him to give you his joy. Mm -hmm. Remember, the Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. Mm. That's Nehemiah 8.10. So if you want the strength of the Lord, pray and ask him for joy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The day will come in which Jesus will receive us into heaven with the greeting, well done, good and faithful servant. Right. You were faithful with a few things. I'm going to put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy, joy of your master. master. Yeah. 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 And I think too, if you have people in your life that are downers, I think sometimes you just have to put up boundaries because if you're really trying to work on this in your life, being more joyful, being more positive, allowing God to work in you to see the good that he's brought out in your life, even through trials and, and tribulations. Sometimes you have to limit the time you spend with those people. And I'll give you just a small example, but um, I've been trying intentionally to get, you know, I, I work from home a lot of the time. So it's like, you have to get out of the house because otherwise you just get stuck. It's almost like a prison. Like you, you live here, you sleep here, you work here. So making mm -hmm. myself get out, get some sunshine, get some exercise, go for a power walk, talk to God, think about all the things I'm grateful for while I'm walking. And so I was doing this and I've been trying to get my, one of my sons to come with me on these walks. And he would just complain about this, that, and the next thing, the entire time we were walking. And I finally said, you know what? You are not allowed to go with me if you're going to complain. 
if you want to talk to me about things that you're grateful for, if you want to plan what you want to do later today, that's fine. But if all you're going to do is be negative, I can't have you with me because this is my time to clear my head, to be positive, to talk to God. And I, I don't want that. So I think we just sometimes have to put up boundaries when there's people that are literally bringing us down. Yeah, that's true. Well, before you close, Lo, I jotted down about five joy verses mm. that I thought our listeners would really benefit from. Okay. This is Luke 15, 7. Okay. There is joy in heaven over one sinner who repents. Mm. Yes. I mean, the, the angels and the cherubim, they're all going crazy. Right. Over one sinner who repents. Yep. John 15, 11, Jesus says that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be made full or may be complete. So what does that mean? Break well, it down. Yeah. Joy is, Jesus is giving us joy and he's giving it. He gave it to his disciples that even in the midst of sorrow, mm. uh, with Jesus going to the cross, mm. they could still have his joy in them. Mm-hmm. Romans 14, 17, for the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the mm. Holy Spirit. Mm. Philippians 2, 2, make my joy complete by being in the same mind, the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose. Mm -hmm. And then here's a tough one, but I think it's true. The last one, it's James 1, 2, consider it or count it all joy, my brothers, when you encounter various trials. Mm. In other words, what are those trials coming at you for? They're coming to make you better. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. not coming to, to, to make you worse. They're not coming to destroy you. Mm. God's allowing them in your life to make you better. To make you stronger. Yes. Right. And I really like that calm delight. Because sometimes when you think of joy, I think of, you know, Christmas and joy and we're going out caroling and, you know, we're sipping apple cider, no, just calm delight, just, just not being distressed, not being uh, all uptight, but just allowing God to calm you and knowing that he's going to shape you and bring out character in you, shape in your, yeah. shape your character. Yeah. Boy, that's good. If you don't know Jesus yet as your savior, it's hard for you to experience joy. So that's kind of where it all begins. And as my dad mentioned, what was the verse dad about the angels in heaven rejoicing over a sinner that repents? Yeah, yeah. that's Luke 15, seven. Yes. So we, we would really like to help the angels celebrate today. And they're waiting, <laughs> they're, they're waiting on you. So if you have not yet invited Jesus to be your Lord and savior, you can do that now. You can experience joy in the midst of you know, difficult trials and circumstances in the midst of what's going on in this world, you can have that calm delight, that inner peace. And let's just, let's just let the angels have a party today. And you can invite Jesus into your, into your heart through the ABCs of salvation, which is a admit you're a sinner in need of a savior. And as you can see in this fallen world, every single one of us is a sinner and Romans three twenty three backs it up. It says for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And then B is believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the only way to get to God, the father. He's that, he's that bridge between man and God. John 14, six says, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. And then C, call upon his name, cry out to him. We know, you know, you're a sinner. You know that you need Jesus. 
Now submit to him and make him the Lord of your life. Romans 10, 13 says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. He's there. He's waiting for you with open arms. So give your life to him right now. And dad, would you guide us through that prayer? Yep, I would love to. Uh, Father, just like um, Laura said, uh, you are waiting with open arms for anyone mm -hmm. who will repent and call upon the name of the Lord to be saved. Mm -hmm. So if that's you, dear listener, just know that you have a loving Heavenly Father who has open arms waiting to embrace you, right. waiting to receive you home. And, and he's calling for you. He's calling, come home, mm -hmm. come home. I want you. Mm. And if he is calling your name and you sense that in your heart, come home. Mm -hmm. Simply call upon the name of the Lord. Pray this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I've sinned. Mm -hmm. I don't need anybody to tell me. I know it. I violated your commandments. I've disdained your values. Mm -hmm. I've just lived life for myself. I've lived life based on what this world, this unsaved world lives mm. and its values. And, and I, I am truly broken over it. Mm -hmm. And I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus is the chain breaker. Mm -hmm. I believe that Jesus is the one who went to the cross and mm -hmm. died for me. Mm -hmm. And now I'm asking you, Jesus, mm -hmm. come into my heart. Save my soul. Make me fit for heaven. Mm -hmm. And I will give you praise every day of my life. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 He does love you so much. And you know, if you feel like that we're just speaking to you, it's because we are. And because God has put it upon your heart. Like, you know, he's chasing you. He loves you. He adores you. He wants a relationship with you. So if you prayed that prayer, oh, please share with us. We want to celebrate. We want to rejoice. If there ever there's a reason to rejoice, rejoice. It's over a brand new Christian, someone giving their life to the Lord. So, so, so share your joy with us. We want to celebrate with you. And you can email us at hopewellcouncil at gmail.com. We'll send you some materials to help you grow in your faith. And we would love to be a source of encouragement to you. And we're just so grateful that you chose to spend some time with us in Hope for the Hurting today. You can find all our episodes at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm. Current and past episodes are also cataloged on hopewellcouncil.com. You can find them there and you can send us your questions, your comments, your suggestions for future episodes also to hopewellcouncil at gmail.com. And we're continuing our series on encouraging words next week. And next week, dad, what's our focus? I think it's praise. I just want to, I just want to, I confirm. think, I think, no, I think you're right. I think it is praise, uh, which would be great. It follows right on the heels of joy. I know those two go hand in hand. Yep. So tune in next week as we talk about praise, there's several different encouraging words we'll be talking about in this series. So make sure you check out all of them and share them with your friends and family who need some encouragement. I mean, every, everywhere you turn the channel, it's, it's dark and it's, it's downing and it's, it's depressing, but not here. It's hope for the hurting. We're, we're here to spread encouragement. So, so share this podcast with others who you know need to be encouraged. And then I'll leave you with this closing quote. And I'm really glad, Dad, when you told me that you were listing off all those verses on joy, I'm like, please don't take this from me because I want to close with this one. <laughs> so I love this one. In fact, if you need just like a pick-me-up, you need 
um, to be reminded of God's goodness and God's faithfulness, open Psalms. Psalms is an awesome way to just remember God's faithfulness, his faithfulness to David. David is so raw in his emotions before God. And God is just so good to David. And this is David talking about um, the goodness of God. Psalm 5, 11 and 12. But let all who take refuge in you be glad. Let them ever sing for joy. Spread your protection over them that those who love your name may rejoice in you. Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. 